into his coming. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free. On the far end of the table, my co-host, The Don. How's it going? What's up, man? What's up, man? And a quick shout out to KB. Uh, he's across the pond. He's across the he's pond, across mate. He's across the pond. And uh, that was the worst accent ever. And he's not even in there England. There goes your entire audience. Yeah. Bye, bye guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, he's actually in Ireland uh, working right now. So KB, uh, keep, keep on keeping on. We'll see you next week. Um, but in between the Don and I, I have two very special guests that are, I don't want to say long-term friends of mine, but I've known you guys for a while. So yeah, a long-term yeah, friend. Yeah, so just, yeah. just go ahead and uh, introduce well, yourselves you to the audience. Yeah, start off. All right, so I'm Jake. And with me is always my co-host, Ian Mello. Yep, that's what, I, that's what I say. Every you time. stole my yeah. line. Yeah, but we're quality content. We're two idiots in college who yeah, also do movie news as of about half a year ago. Yeah. We've started our own podcast, run our own radio show around the same time oh as that. God. Very fun stuff. And yeah, we're we're here to free our geeks. Yeah, so it's it's basically like it's the next generation of geek. If we were if we were Star Trek, we'd uh, be the original. We'd be free your geek, and they're free your geek. The next Stewart. generation. Wait, yes. I wanted to be Patrick. Stewart. No, I'm screw you. I'm Patrick Stewart. I'll shave off all of my no, hair I, right now. Let's go. Let's oh man, it's fine. so the same haircut. It's fine. So basically, you guys have your own. You have a plethora of different shows going on right yeah, now, right? Right now, yes. So let's let's just before we get into your background, just give our audience. Uh, and we'll we'll tackle this again at the end of the show. But what do you guys have going on right now? Which where can people listen to you? Well, that's a at the end of a show. Do where people find us? Yeah, yeah. We on facebook.com slash just quality content because quality content was taken. Jerk. And, <laughs> it, and you, that way, when I say just quality content, it confuses people because why would not confuse people? But we have many shows. Our main show is quality content, where we talk movies and TV and all the kinds of content with the highest quality, and. One of our side shows, our big side show right now is side show, yeah. It's <laughs> called Which Hero, where yep. we, we determine from the movies, not the comics, which superhero would be the best fit for the role that week. And this week, since we watched John Wick one and two, is which superhero would take the most John Wicks to kill them? Yeah. What was the last one? Was the last one Rick Harrison? Which superhero would be the best Rick Harrison? <laughs> was the question from the hit TV show of Pawn Shop? Do everything you can to know what is going to go through that door. I That's see. Your your segues and your transitions. Woo! You go from from talking superheroes to pawn stars in like three point two well, seconds. Well, it's all superhero, but each theme that week is something else, and we cross it over, so that doesn't so, make any sense. So, did, did you guys already did Rick Harrison? We did. Yes. It was very fun. fun okay, stuff. and who did you determine? Either Batman or Professor X could determine what could come through that door the best and run the pawn shop correctly, but. We determined Professor X would actually be the best one. Because he can physically control everyone around him. Yep. That, so. so would Professor X in that case, like if somebody's coming to sell something or want this, mm -hmm. wants the pawn he shop to buy He could know their price. Ian pointed that and out. Then, yeah. And then undercut them. Yes. Yep, so exactly. Like, this is the minimum price you And then want. convince them that, that what that's what they actually wanted exactly. and it was a good deal. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. And It'd if he doesn't great. know anything, just freeze everyone in place, go wheel over to a computer, look it up, and then wheel back. And he like, wouldn't even have to do that. He'd have to. He'd just have to reach out his mind and pick somebody, like find an expert that way. Yeah. Criteria for being Rick Harrison was have many buddies who are experts on things, and Batman is Bruce Wayne. He's got a lot of connections. But True. Professor, Professor X, X has every connection in the world. Yeah, exactly. Just so it's like, a really interesting thing. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. So, so, so that's that, like, that's some of the standing up is a, cr a problem for him, but everything else. He's <laughs> it depends when you read what, what uh, iteration of Xavier, because he's he's gotten his the use of his legs back and forth. But you're talking just movie versions. Yes, just we are movies. talking just movies. That way, everyone can relate and stuff like that. And there's only seven or eight, as opposed to 
thousands, thousands of, of so comic and, books. and you went with Professor Xavier, you went with Stuart, or you went with McAvoy? Um, Stuart is more iconic, I'd say, yeah, but they both do all right, as long as it's not like idiot walking around Professor X in Days of Future Past, which yeah. would be pretty good. Where he's just like, I don't really have and my powers because um, I'm numbing Whatever's them. a shared universe, we're doing Ben Affleck Batman instead of the Keaton one, who's fine, but I feel like that the costume can't really turn his head to see the price. And right. <laughs> <laughs> well, also when the movie was made, you know, exactly. obviously, like the, yeah. the technology and even just like the, the materials, yeah. almost there. The props and... <laughs> Fun stuff. I love that movie. So, okay. So you have, that, that's a lot of content that you're putting out and it's, it's quality content. See what yes. I did there? So uh, much. See what I did there? my heart right there. Um, so, we have, so oh, we have more shows. Yeah, that's what I say. So talk about some more of your shows. Well, we do quality content. We do Witch Hero and we do a show called Brian Blenolds where my co-host Ian and I review every single Ryan Reynolds movie ever made and we do like a 10 minute segment on it. And right now we have done like 20. Yeah, we've done a 20, 15, 20 Ryan Reynolds movies. Yeah. We haven't done Deadpool yet. We're saving Deadpool for the end. Because it's um, one of the best ones. It's stellar. We got to do the yeah. crap ones first. We're, we're doing I. What's next? Blade Eternity? Oh. oh, my goodness. We did RIPD. And then we've taken oh. a break after RIPD because RIPD was just so bad. Oh, we did like, it extended to like 20 minutes of just, can I say bitching? About yeah, RIPD. That's it's just as, long, as long as we keep it like PG, PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. RIPD. No, no S bombs, no F bombs, and we're cool. Uh, RIPD get one F bomb with the big thirteen. <laughs> like garbage. I was like, ah, I don't want that. <laughs> and Jeff Bridges was a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> He's a character. Jeff Bridges is not a bad actor. That being said, in that movie, he was terrible. It was very, very. Bad. It was very disappointing. How do you guys feel about Just Friends? We watched it. It was pretty the funny. The opening with the fat suit is comedy <laughs> gold. Golden. The first like 10 minutes solid. Oh and then after that point, it's like an average movie. Yeah, that, I don't know. How old are you guys? 20. 20. All right, so 20? you guys, no, you guys missed the uh, the all for one. That song was big. That I swear song was yeah. was big. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, on, um, we do our things on Spreaker, and we put like an image up every week. And it's Ryan Reynolds' character that week, but flipped upside down. <laughs> so we had the fat suit in the mirror, him smiling, and that was upside down, so it just looked like this. And it was like, just friends. Like, yeah. Oh, man. And so. we get the Brian Bones name from Hugh Jackman interviewed. Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. I can't talk either. It's fine. And he was like, so this one's from Brian Blenolds. And it was just like, it's just Exactly. This one's ridiculous. from Blake Lively, he says. But yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, oh, wow. It's good stuff. So, okay, so Spreaker is like the big place where you guys can yes. get all of your shows. We're trying yes. to put our stuff on YouTube, but we got to cut it down to like videos. And right. Stuff like so that. Uh, we'll we'll add the description later on in the video. We're yeah. live right now. We can't do it, but Thank toward you. the end, we'll, we'll we put all your links in and stuff like that. It. And then yeah. uh, I'll get that because we put, we'll put it on our uh, podcast version as well. Glorious. Awesome. Um, so that's really cool. So you guys seem like you have a lot. You geek out about a lot from, from what it sounds like. No. Just oh, a, a okay. tiny bit. Off air, we were talking a little bit about Friends. I do um, like Friends. Big Friends. A lot. Friends. You, I prefer How I Met Your Mother. That's just me. How I Met Your Mother. Both shows that I'm, I'm familiar with as well. You like and um, know what those things are. Yes, yes. It's, <laughs> Ted it's, Mosby. Yes. yes. And it's Legend. Wait for wait it. Dairy. Dairy. There you go. <laughs> you didn't say wait for it in the first few episodes. You no. Legend Dairy and then later on. Yeah. So. But that's that's the progression of a character. Exactly. And that's that's one of the big things that when we, we talk about our discussions here on the show, I really like oh, things. transition. That's the topic. He's so smart. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's a progressions of a character. That. No, go for it. What, 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 what? I didn't even. That was, that's our topic this week, isn't it? Right. Yeah, we're gonna we're talking about we're talking about uh, our favorite episodes of the DC animated universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna be talking about that toward the end of the final countdown. But what I'm trying to basically get between Don and I, Don, Don and I, like I said, being the original, being the original, and I'll even let you be Spock because Spock is the coolest. <laughs> I actually, I think I'd, I think I'd be Scotty. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you're Kirk. 
KB would actually be Spock. Is it because he's a literal human calculator? And <laughs> I, I think I get moved over to Scotty. I can't do it, Captain. I don't <laughs> have the power. Now, you kind of actually remind me of um, the Simon Pegg Scotty in the new trilogy. I, I would take yeah, that. I, I was thinking Throw the same thing. Throw a beard on it, you're good. That's it. <laughs> there you go. And Simon Pegg is amazing. Yeah. Um, so, but going back to the, the next generation, if you will, just to get your, your background, guys, and we'll, you know, if you want to take each one of you, like where, what are some of the areas that you geek out on? How early in your life? To just, you say you're 20, so you're, yeah. you're still very young. Uh, I started last time. Why don't you uh, take this away? Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, definitely. Um, so I was like... <laughs> <laughs> my favorite superhero is Green Lantern, and uh, I've been watching, I've been loving Green Lantern since um, the Justice League cartoons that we were talking about off air, actually. Nice. And John Stewart's Green Lantern is my favorite. And then Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner's pretty great. Guy Gardner sucks because he has his dumb bowl cut. I mean, Alan, <laughs> Alan Scott, the original OG, like really, really nice. His costume was bad because oh, he had the dumb cape. But he had a cape. Anything Green Lantern. I actually bought a Black Lantern, a porcelain Black Lantern with a ring that lights it I up. I watched him do it. Ooh. It was it was on sale, so I bought it. They had a and green one, and he bought the black one instead. The black one's really cool. It was yeah, awesome the, looking. The, it's the name of the character. You're wearing them. That's true. Um, I really like Nintendo games. Donkey Kong. Good stuff oh, right me. there. Um, a lot of things like that. Mortal Kombat. I played a lot of the new Mortal Kombat, and then they abandoned the PC port, so I stopped playing because I got really mad. I want to play more because they unabandoned it because they were like, oh, we want to make it enough money. Couldn't right. have done that at the beginning when I was really on board with it and like happy about it. And um, a lot of DC stuff, a lot of Marvel stuff, obviously. I'm bigger into movies and shows than comics, but I bought the entire Blackest Night collection been reading nice. through it a little bit. And I really like to read books. It's one of the things I love to do. I love reading. Geeking out on reading. That's cool. It's what, fun. What are you reading now? Right now, textbooks for college because I have no time for <laughs> pleasure reading. Okay, so for pleasure. When, when it, that um, time rolls around, the semester's ending, you get a little free time. The last book that I read was Brissinger in the Aragon series because I never got to read the last one. I know nothing about that, so give me give me an elevator pitch. Give me like a, a thirty Sell second. Em. Yeah, there was a really bad movie it. made of it. Paragon <laughs> was a terrible movie. It's a weird like fantasy world, and this person Aragon grows up with his basically adopted parent, his adopted grandfather, kind of a man, and he has the power to control dragons. And he finds a dragon egg, and dragon eggs don't open for anybody; they open to people they have bonds with. And he ends up getting a dragon, which is like the coolest thing. But there are very few dragons left in the world, and people are trying to take over. And if the more dragon hearts you have, you're more powerful. And there's a dark guy. It's just a really long, convoluted plot over the last. But of the it's books. amazing, is what you're telling. It's yes. really, really good. I really Gonna like it. With, yes, because it's just really neat. It fi he finds out like he has an adopted brother, and he gets the sword, and his brother ends up stealing the sword and trying to take his dragon. Doesn't work. Things like that. It's really long and convoluted, and it's not confusing if you read them. But it's over the course of 2,500 pages of books and three books. So it's like a mm. lot to take in. So it's it's a chore to read. Not a chore. It's if you enjoy it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you enjoy it, you'll fly through it. I, I fly through books anyway. I learned how to speed read from a young age. I The last time I clocked myself was 250 words, 250 pages per hour. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so... So yeah, so we could throw we could throw this huge novel. You could probably get through like the Game of Thrones series like like nothing. I have read them previously, not recently enough to know anything I like smart at all, but I have read through them. I used to read a lot more than I do now. Sadly, I have very little time with Oh, all it's the things. life of a college student. College mm. work, 
more shows, radio shows, TV shows, not TV shows, podcasts and things like that. It just takes a good chunk of time. How do you feel about the Legend of the Seeker series? Did you get into that? that? Legend of the Seeker? I watched the first season. (laughs) I think that's all they really got to was uh, one season on TV. It's not working. No. And uh, I enjoyed it. Like I I thought that show could have been something. I like the idea that um she is like the most powerful one, but she really shouldn't use her confessing powers yeah. because it's like too like immoral. I love I love that concept. It's a good, that is a good concept. You would actually probably like that too. Uh, yeah, I just I unfortunately I don't have any time to do I know you don't. <laughs> Likewise, my friend. Yes. High five. We all agree with that all one. All busy. <laughs> So let's move on to you. What? What? Give, oh. me, give us the, some background in you. When did it? When did your geekdom start? What do you geek out about now? Well, what are you doing currently? Um, yeah, they caught the high five. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're watching ourselves right now. We're looking. There's we're, like a what? Twenty second delay? Yeah, there's there's like a, a 15, 20 second delay. I don't want to look at. It. I look stupid when I'm right. So I'll, <laughs> no, I'll turn it this way. <laughs> Thank you. No, um, I'm illiterate. I can't read, so I don't really read books in general. It's real of a chore to me. It's kind of like tedious to kind of shovel through things. I'm the opposite view. We both geek out about similar things. Like superheroes are our main thing. Mm -hmm. Most of our shows revolve around superheroes or Ryan Reynolds movies for some reason. But yeah, it's fun stuff like that. And I watch a lot of TV, watch a lot of movies, obviously. It's kind of what we do. It's what I'd like to do for money. Yeah, (laughs) eventually. Stop giving out fast food. But no, it's all kinds of fun. Um, we're big into the animated DC movies. That there's actually a universe there now. It used to be like separate, but now the Marvel movie movies have encouraged DC's animated department to interconnect everything, but not in a stupid, rushed Amazing Spider-Man two way. So I really <laughs> like that concept and idea of that. And they're actually coming out really quality material right there, as opposed to the DC regular movies, which yeah. are just uh, mm, they're up and down for me. I like Batman vs Superman. Didn't like. Man I also like Batman vs Superman. I didn't like Man of Steel. I didn't like Suicide Squad. Okay, so just going up. And this down. is that's something we can we can put a oh, pin right. in. I'm maybe off. maybe talk about. Oh. No 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 no. <laughs> I definitely want to talk about Batman vs Superman because. Oh good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. You guys, because no, I was not it, a fan of it. It has problems. Oh, yeah. no, it I definitely has him. problems. Yep, Superman as a character, it, he also doesn't belong in the movie. And that's what we were talking about He's in the, in the uh, title, chat a little bit of I want to talk about character like comparing characters and mm-hmm. character progression yep. because mm-hmm. of Superman actually was my ra- main reason of why yeah. I wanted to talk about it. See, I'm the, I'm the master of segues right here. I, know, I you know, are. You know that. Yeah. So no, we, I, we, I, I do. The first segue he did was really impressive because you were just talking about Friends. He related Friends, the TV show from the 90s to our topic this week, which has nothing to do with Friends, the TV show from the 90s. <laughs> He's good. That's, it's it's called it's called experience, folks. Um, no, so <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about some of the superheroes and and just from your perspective, which which superheroes do you think are kind of from either from page to screen or or big screen or, or you know small screen? Which ones do you think are? And I know you and I talk about where we're both Arrow and, and mm-hmm. Flash and Legends fans, and I, I know you guys. I love the Flash. We were talking we were talking uh, offline before we went live. Uh, you guys did an own sh- your own show on the whole invasion arc yep, we did an and stuff like that. So yes, that uh, different different feelings from everybody here, but <laughs> um, you know, basically the point I'm trying to get to here is which heroes from concept to visual do you think are the closest, and which ones do you think are kind of like out there? Ian, uh, why don't you start since I know you're more passionate about Henry Cavill Superman is terrible. Oh, thank you. I hate him so much. <laughs> he complains. He. The thing about Superman is what they really captured in Christopher Reeve and even the Brandon Ruth movie, which is the best Superman movie in my opinion, is that Superman, no matter what, we don't agree on everything. Really, really like cares about people and just wants Earth to be safe. Henry Cavill Superman's like, oh, they don't like me. Should I even be Superman? It's like, oh, he's so, he he's sad the whole movie. He's like, 
I understand what they tried to do. They tried to make it darker and grittier because it worked for the bat the previous Batman movies. Mm -hmm. That being said, Superman's not a dark, gritty character, and they wrote him to be a dark, gritty character, and that's a big problem for me. It really just he's messed all up broody. The, he's all brooding. He and broods, and I'm just like, why is he crying? Why does he's, he care? He he's just cares supposed about to be people. a symbol of hope. He yes, to his and ghost dad in the mountains, which doesn't make sense because he's dead anyway. But he's, yeah. there's a ghost. I don't, I don't know. know. It's not Krypton magic. It's just he, in his head. He's right. talking to no one. Right. And, and I thought it was, it was a in a movie travesty. that was already two and a half hours long. It could stand to be cut a lot. So okay. Any other uh, characters you you know that you think kind of flow well from page oh, well, to positives. Yeah. Positives. Oh, no, positives. Most God. <laughs> a lot of things are positives. Marvel's doing a really good job with their positives, mm -hmm. especially with um, the Civil War storyline. They couldn't adapt it straight from the comics, but right. what they did with it, I felt was really, really nice, honestly. Mm -hmm. They had the conflict of um, justice versus um, honor, and they had everything they needed to be there, and they had Captain America and Iron Man fight in the clash between the Avengers, a tearing apart of the team, and it was just beautifully done. And they tried to mend it together back at the end. We'll see more about that probably in Infinity War, even yep. in Thor Ragnarok, maybe towards the end of the little tease. Actually, yeah. But if you saw the um, Infinity War behind-the-scenes clip that came out like a few days ago, they said, like, we purposely put Civil War before, right before Infinity War because you got to break up the team before they come back together to stop the big threat. So yep. the whole thing is a movie. Exactly. Like, every single MCU film, not all of them, Ant-Man is a movie. But like generally, they mm. all flow together really nicely, yeah. and I gotta love that. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're, we're just getting some comments that we need to talk a little bit closer to the mics. That's so yeah, when you look this way, talk like this. When you yeah, because when, when, yeah. when you turn your whole head, it, it Henry Cavill Superman. There you go. There you go. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Um, so Don, I'll, I'll throw you. This is kind of a, you didn't know about this, so it's kind of putting you on the spot. But who the characters you think are kind of hitting the mark from the origin to to the big screen or the television screen? Um. I was a big fan of obviously X Men animated series in the nineties. I um, I was a bit. I, I liked how they transitioned like the Cyclops from that into you know X One, X Two, yep. and Good. actually wasn't in the Last Stand, so it was just an X One, next Two. <laughs> but uh, I think that they really did a good job picking the character on it. I think that he portrayed the same type of character that he did from the animated series the boy over scout. you know the yeah. boy scout the jealous of well not jealous of wolverine but really like overprotective of gene especially when it came to wolverine uh the scene when gene dies and he just has a breakdown and him and logan are just like hugging yep. it out that was a really powerful scene oh, yeah, there are a lot of great um, scenes in x-men 3 people they overlook them because they hate the movie so much, but there's a lot of like really standout scenes. Like I that. was happy that they threw the Phoenix in it. I yeah. I I can't knock any I can't knock any one movie. Like a lot of movies that people come out and say like they completely despise, I'll find like at least one thing in it and I will focus like, oh wow, like Batman versus Superman, like a lot of people have different the warehouse views. scene. Like I specifically like I love like I understand like that Bruce Wayne was sleeping and he had like this vision, but that whole other dimension, mm -hmm. like obviously you guys know, like uh, DCU does that. Like, yeah. yeah. So the fact that that came through on the big screen, I was impressed by it. Yeah. I liked seeing the other version of Batman mm -hmm. fighting it out using guns, Superman being the villain in that timeline, Flash coming. Th like I enjoyed yeah. all mm -hmm. of that. Um, I don't really appreciate how Doomsday was like brought in. Yeah. Like you guys have discussed that before, so I don't want to touch yeah, on it too much. It's, but it's, I like how he got brought in. I don't like how they revealed it in the trailer because it ruined it for me. If I had been surprised, 
even still, it's a bit early, like way too early for Doomsday in any movie right now. You need like three or four it w- more. It would be like a ju- it would be like a Justice League villain to me. Yes. Yeah. And now and he's dead. So right. there goes your Doomsday. So, but yeah, Justice League. That, that's that's the big. Not that I want to go on, on too much of a tangent, but that's the thing that kind of annoys me is that every villain for the most part ends up dying in the movies. Yeah. You know, other than Loki, true. who dies, but he's still alive. You know, that's a trip of Marvel. They really right, but but every every major villain in, in any mo- Marvel movie for the most part, um, you know, Thor, Ronin. Red Skull, Ronan from Guardians. Well, technically, we can't we really say, say Red, Red Skull, Skull died. Right. Yeah, but Agent Smith is not coming back. So. No, no, and yeah, he, which um, is <coughs> Hugo Weaving doesn't want to do any of it. Right, I know that's a letdown though. Yeah. He played an amazing Red Skull. But at the yeah. same time, if they want it, the only way they bring him back is for like a cameo, maybe in Infinity War when he gets the space gem. Oh no, there's Red Skull. In his just like throws throws him up there. But yeah, like, it just be yeah. a. a Five ten minute scene at max, and you could put anyone in that red skull makeup because it's a skull over their right. face. So <laughs> it's not a problem for Marvel. I want to talk to Don do. real quick because you guys and this just popped in my head when we were talking about brooding Superman. You <laughs> you mentioned Brandon Routh was your favorite Superman. Yeah, so Brandon Routh, who played you know Superman in Superman Returns, plays the Atom in the Arrow universe, yeah. and they had the invasion storyline, which yeah. took Supergirl and uh, Green Arrow and Flash, and toward the end of it. Supergirl is talking and she walks away and Brandon Routh, who's now playing the Adam, says, you know, she kind of looks like my cousin. That was and the I, funniest line. I thought it was such a great... Like, that was so good. That is funny. A nod to that movie. I thought I thought it was funny. That's you when you like were talking that, about yeah. that being mm-hmm. Broody and then Brandon Routh. Which, that whole we talked Arrowverse about that. is very meta, so I got to love that aspect. Yeah. So yeah, like with uh, the Superman Returns, I didn't care for so much, but I loved... Um, my God, what's his name? Kevin Spacey. Perfect Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah. Oh, my like, God. Arguably like, better than Hackman. You know, I love Hackman to death. Yeah. You know but what I mean? I mean, like, I felt like he fit the Lex Luthor mm. profile, like, to a T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, I like that whole aspect of it. And actually, realistically, when I watched Superman Returns when it first came out, I'm like, oh, wow, cool. Superman's back. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of enjoyed it. But then as other movies started, you know, like, the superhero industry for movies has just boomed lately. Mm-hmm. Like, at, all of us get hooked on it. Like, our culture is so big right now that they know they're making money off this stuff. Exactly. Like when People you like us don't have to hide and recluse. Yeah, uh, exactly. Talk freely about how great superheroes are. So yeah, yeah. Well. it's true. So um, like so that's what I was saying. Like when I watch that movie now, I'm like, oh, mm. same thing. With, like if I if I watch like Batman with Keaton now. And I, like I always used to say, like, oh, Jack Nicholson was the most amazing Joker. Oh, Jack Nicholson. He hey, like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no, Jack Nicholson. I love him. I, I I watch it again now, and I'm like, yeah, no, right? This is, exactly. this is not anything that crazy. I've been been accustomed to. You know. You see Heath Ledger's Joker, and you're like, oh yeah, that's great. And you see Jack Nicholson, and you're like, I hate him. What? He's well. I, I gotta say this. What do you guys think? Just let's, let's see if we can get common ground here. Jared Leto Joker. Uh, Ian, why don't you start? I want to see more because he was cut from a lot of stuff, and I feel like maybe if we saw all of it, it would have been good. It would have made more sense. That being said, Suicide Squad's not a good movie at all, and I there's some scenes that are redeemable. I feel like the first part of the movie where they had like the nice infographic, like the Harley Quinn, like boom, 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 with the pretty pictures and the graphics. It was great. And the flash scene was really good. And then the rest of the movie had no plot or character or CGI at all. Let's blow a bunch of stuff up. Yeah, exactly. Will Smith shined. Oh my God. Yeah, he was great. I loved Will Smith. I liked Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie was very good. I appreciated it. I'm very interested to see the Sirens movie they're going to be. You know who I really liked? Captain Boomerang. I thought it was very watchable. So there's a rumor that he's going to be coming back for the Flash movie. No. Because the the villains are going to be the rogues. Well, the, it's a page one fl- rewrite. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's all but what were you going to say? No, I was going to um, say even the guy from uh, who, like the the leader of their hit squad, 
He was on a show oh, that I watched Rick on Flag. Net- uh, Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah. I watched fine. him on a show on uh, Netflix called The Killing. Yeah. So like as soon as I saw that he was like I, I built him up. You break that connection. Yeah, yeah. And it was good. Like you know, it's supposed to be Tom Hardy in that role. But he had dropped Ooh. out. So Bane would have been Yeah, Rick Flagg. That would have been cool. a really good tie in. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hardy, I mean Tom Hardy's a great actor. So that would have been And also really Tom good. Hardy said that I'd totally come back back as Bane in this DC world. And it's like, well, you don't really mm-hmm. understand how things work. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> I want Bane to be like the big jacked luchador guy, not like, like as tall as that mask. ceiling is yeah. right there. Not You guys yeah, can't see that at dude. home. But. No, yeah. Let's turn the camera. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like eight feet tall, basically. Yeah. Jacked up, kind of like I wanted Venom to be in Spider-Man Three. But he, like was he was really skinny, skinny you got, you terrible. Eric Topher Foreman. Grace. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. we're talking about adaptations of characters. Eric that Foreman was... is very funny, yeah. and I love him. But at the same time, yeah. get out of Spider-Man Three. <laughs> yeah. And if you're gonna be in it, don't be Eddie Brock, who should be ripped anyway. Yeah, and then become a bigger, more ripped symbiote. Yeah, yeah. you should be like an alpha too, and mm-hmm. he just wasn't. He was like very like snivy. I don't yeah. even know if snivy's a word. But no, we're gonna make it up. We're gonna, it we're gonna sniveling. Snivy. No, snivy's a word now. We just we just snivy. We're, we're good. It's on the show. Snivy. The recording can't go back now. That's snivy. it. <laughs> but um, <Live. laughs> snivy on my phone. Well, very cool, very cool. Uh, we'll give it a, a plug again. Your show is a plug at the end of the show, but we're about sure. halfway through the show right now. Awesome. So you know, I'm, I'm taking my format and I'm, I'm gonna just toss it now because it's time to go into our favorite segment of the show, mm-hmm. and we call it the final countdown. Quality content right here. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't, I didn't shut the microphones off. This That's is fine. This is quality content. And this yeah. is the final countdown. So, the topic today mm. the four of us are going to each choose our top three DCU animated episodes. So, mm-hmm. usually we start with the guests and we go, Don, do you want to start or do you want to be, you want to take KB's spot and do the, the middle, the middleman? I'll do middle. You'll do middleman? Okay. okay. So, we'll start with our guests. So we'll start with a Green Lantern. We'll start with three. Now, are we? Is it three, 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 three? three all oh, the way awesome. through three, That's exactly then two, how I wanted to do then it. one. Yep. So I'll go last. I want time to think. I, I have mine. Well, you're you're, gonna, you're gonna go. You're gonna go after. So Glorious. it's gonna be. It's going to be Ian, then you, then Don, then me. Okay. Awesome, so, awesome. Well, that's that's the order we're going to go in. So start it off with your number three. Pat. I actually had my number three. I pulled it up on the phone to make sure it was the right movie because the animated Batman movies that me and him have watched fairly recently are all really good. Mm-hmm. But I really liked Batman versus Robin just because the mm-hmm. Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne interactions in that movie and the struggle between having him be responsible and him being Raj Ghul's puppet kind of is really interesting and him grooming him to be Robin, him grooming him up to be his sidekick. That aspect of the movie was just incredible. The animation's almost flawless. The plot of the movie's great. And I really like the interaction between him and his son. But he doesn't treat him like a son until like later on. And it's really, really interesting. So that, and, and Damian Wayne, you know, a lot of people don't like him as Robin. A lot of people think he's pompous. And there's a cool dynamic shift because... Uh, when Bruce Wayne disappeared in the comics, he was killed by Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin, or Nightwing, Dick Grayson, took over the mantle of Batman, and now Batman was more fun-loving, and then the Robin, Damian Wayne, was more of the gritty like yeah. jerk of the two, which was a cool dynamic shift in the way they... But yes, that movie is is great, and uh, that's a great pick for your, for your no, number three. I love that. Excellent. It's a great pick, so let's move on to your number three. All right, number three. I gotta think, because I... I have my top two. I had to start from the bottom. I'm so proud of you. 
I, could, I wish I could call him a word that I can't say right now. You can, off air, you can. I, I can say it on our show, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Number three, it's got to be... Mm, you know what? I'm keeping the nostalgia goggles on for number three, not my number two or one, because it is a bit dated, but... The three-episode, hour-long pilot for Justice League, the animated series, the first one, not unlimited, is flawless. And I love it now, looking back on it, because I recognize a lot of things I liked as a kid are garbage now. Like <laughs> Batman and Robin, I, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is so fun. Batman's in his ice where skating. He takes out the, the, the movie where he takes out the, the Batman Visa credit, credit card. card. Oh, <laughs> <made sense. laughs> when I was five, made sense. And they have the nipples on. Yes. Yeah. The, no, best the best costume. But yeah, no, um, mm-hmm. so... I obviously am aware of like nostalgia, but when I look back at the uh, Justice League, the first three episode episode thing, it was it did better with all of their characters individually than Amazing Spider-Man's failed rebooted universe and also DC's current failed failings. I should say I shouldn't say yet universe they're doing better establishing all those minor characters with hawkman i'm sorry hawk girl and john stewart and the flash they just come in but they're not just thrown at you like they're established who they are and what they do and they all work together and it's this huge network and you can see the batman and superman interacting like every other scene you can see their dialogue get their sense of their characters and i got that introduced me to the world of dc and justice league and that got me into it and since then that's like oh my god that's dead on and it's perfect. And also the story is actually really good. The uh, White yeah. Martians coming down. I like Bringing that. them together. And the Justice League. The end part, like, we should call ourselves the Justice League. I was like, oh, okay, that's a little campy. But <laughs> it's, it's really funny, yeah. It is nice. They got the watchtower set up and everything. So that's just beautiful, beautiful movie. That's a great number three pick as well. So we're moving on to the Don. All right. So um, this one, obviously, you know, you and I talked a while ago that we were going to do a specific. Well, yeah, uh, you mentioned X Men animated series. We're going to be doing an episode based on that. That'd as well, be awesome. I have tons, and even if it's just you and me, and KB doesn't want to take part in it, we can go we, to town I, with that yeah, show. I can do a top ten at that point. But um, I'm going to go with uh, an episode of Batman the animated series as mm. my number three. Um, the name of this episode is "I Almost Got Him." So episode picks up, you have uh, Two-Face, you have the Penguin, you have Joker, you have Poison Ivy and Killer Croc sitting around a table playing poker, and they're all giving their stories about how they almost got the bat. Um, Poison Ivy had this elaborate scheme where she's going to make these pumpkin bombs explode, and Batman's going to die from the poison of it. Obviously, Batman gets away. Um... The penguin tells a story about how he brings Batman into this exotic birdhouse and the birds are going to kill Batman. Birds, yeah. Yep, the hummingbird slow him down. Then the big ostrich-like bird claws Batman up, beats the heck out of Batman. Um, Batman obviously gets away with his magical bat belt. You know, he's got some poisonous serum cure. Um, then they go to Killer Croc and Killer Croc's like, I hit him in the head with a rock. <laughs> And they all just kind of like ignore Killer Croc and Two-Face says how he strapped Batman to this big coin and flipped the coin and somehow Batman still got out even without his utility belt. Um, Joker tells an amazing story about how he had Batman hooked up to uh, like a, a laugh meter chair that would shock him and he filled up the whole audience's room with laughing gas blast the audience with laughing gra- uh, gas. Uh, Batman's getting electrocuted. Boom, Catwoman comes in, frees Batman. Her and Harley Quinn have a fight. Batman and Joker have a fight. Joker and Harley Quinn get away. And uh, so then, you know, they're still sitting around. Oh, 
They have Catwoman kidnapped. That's what it is. They have Catwoman kidnapped. Joker says this is one way, more than one way to get somebody. Yes. So um, Killer Croc's like, well, where do you got her? And kind of ends up giving it up. Come to find out, boom, Batman takes off the Killer Croc costume. It's Batman. And the, the funny part about it is they're like, well, now we all got you. And the whole place, the whole bar that they're playing cards in, uh, Gordon all and GCPD. all that's it yeah. they had him so you almost had him but yes. you didn't and, and I love that I love that line he's like oh I threw a rock oh, at him and then everybody just looks at him for a second and they start going to this <laughs> well it was a big rock it was a big rock yeah. I remember that episode when you started talking about it I'm like oh I know exactly what that's what I was talking about episodes, because when I was a kid I'm like oh this doesn't happen to Batman he takes off the killer croc mask I'm like it's like an episode of Scooby Doo I was so happy <laughs> and I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you and those troubling kids it's right. so great that's it's a good very good pick. That's that, funny. So I'll say that that was that was in my consideration. I nice. would, if we were doing honorable honorable mentions, that would have been in there. I'm so nice. glad I get to say um, it for I you. am saying I am wearing a Harley Quinn shirt right now because all of my picks are from Batman the animated series because oh, that nice. is my favorite nice. superhero animated show next to the '90s X-Men. So those are my two favorites. I'm, and I cheated already on the first one because the first one is my my number three is a two-parter. Oh, cool! It's called Robin's Reckoning Parts One and Two. It's Robin's origin story. In oh, the Batman animated series, the nice. Dick Grayson mm. goes back to so basically Batman and Robin stop this crime. Uh, one of the mobsters there, Batman Corners, uh, mentions his boss is Billy Marin. It's uh, AKA Tony Zuko. That's yep. uh, and Zuko is the one that basically killed the Flying Graysons. He was the, the one that cut the wire. Ooh. So Batman tells Robin, he, "You're not involved in this. Stay out of this." Robin starts resenting Batman once he finds out that it's an alias for Tony Zuko, and he basically says, "I'm not. I'm never following Batman again. We're done." And all of this is going back and forth with flashbacks with Dick Grayson and then, you know, basically Gordon telling Bruce Wayne, who was in the audience, that, you know, he witnessed a crime. He wit- he basically witnessed Zuko here. He is ba- He's going to be become a target. So Bruce Wayne adopts him, eventually trains him to be Robin. Robin ends up uh, tracking down Zuko, and he almost ends up killing him, and Batman tries to talk him down. And Robin is so mad. He's, emo- he's so emotional. He's yelling at Batman. He's like, you wouldn't know how it feels. You don't know what I've been through. And then Batman's like, yes, I do. And then Robin obviously recalls like, yeah, Bruce, your parents were gunned yeah. down right in front of you. And he ends up you know, relenting and arresting Zuko. And Batman told Robin, the reason I wanted to stay out was not because I was afraid. I didn't want you to get hurt. So it goes to show like that that brotherly or even fatherly bond. Yeah. Bruce Wayne adopts Dick Grayson. He's he, like he's basically nourishing him into ba- becoming a, a safer version of Batman, where a more well-rounded version yeah. of Batman. So I think that one's just super emotional. So that's that's my number three pick. And is, it's a uh, very good thing. They Robin's make a lot of nods to that, really. In um, I don't remember which one it was, but he wants. I think it's um the Killing Joke where he wants to protect Barbara. Because he knows how this world is. He's like, this world is dark, and you never go back once you reach yep. the end. And yep. it's like that yeah. with mm-hmm. Robin. He doesn't want him to reach that point where he just resents everything and has to right. do this. Right. I don't think I've um, watched those two particular episodes. I watched um, a lot of the animated series, but I, for whatever reason, well, skimmed past that. I, the next two, my, my other two, I think will be really, really good picks, and uh, will might jog some memories. But uh, you, who, you always pick such emotionally driven scenes. Yeah, right? You are so hooked on. I, I love, I love character progression. That's my big yeah. thing. I love seeing character growth. When I was a young kid, uh, Robin was my favorite character in the, in the entire yes. comic book universe. Bef- like way before, like even probably before you were born, they have like the super powered figures where you like squeeze their legs and they do like a karate chop. Or yeah. Punch. My mom 
tells me this story where she almost got into a fight with this elderly old lady in a CVS because they had a robin there and she was getting that for me for Christmas and there was the last one left and she was getting in an argument <laughs> with with the woman to get before to get Black robin. Friday sales. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's like, great. This is like this is like circa 1986. 1986. I was alive for that, you know. Oh, well, yeah, but you you were young. You were a young little Don. I was. But um, so yeah, that's that's my number three. We're moving on to number two. So let's go with your number two. I don't remember the name of the episode. That's okay. Give us a synopsis. It's another emotionally driven one. It's from Teen Titans. Okay, my, probably my favorite DC animated show. I'm not gonna lie. Hello? And it was the f- episode where um, Slade Wilson has control of Robin and he makes them fight the Titans. And they, it's. Very emotionally driven because, you know, I was talking about this with Sybil Whirler earlier, how the team against the team and it was dividing apart. He couldn't tell them or else he would have obviously slavery killed them or them or whatever. And it was just they were wondering, like, why is this happening? What's happening? And Starfire was very emotional. All of them were very emotional while they were fighting. And he just ends up running away and they just sit there and ponder towards the end. Just like, what's happening? Why is this happening? Why is he working for Slade now? They were enemies. What's going on? And everyone, it was just a big emotional heartbreak for me. And I remember when I was a kid, was just, I was just like, why is Robin betraying the Titans? I was so upset. And it's a big mind control thing. And throughout the rest of the episodes following until he breaks free, a it's just twists, a man. lot of twists and turns. And it's really heart-wrenching throughout the whole thing. That's that's actually a great pick. And uh, just to kind of tack on to that, they're coming out with the... Um, Judas Contract. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. Oh so my that's god! In that universe, uh, yeah. the DC animated world. Yeah, so that's an upcoming thing. Check out the Judas Contract. It's it's a, not the exact same thing, but it, there's, it basically deals with a traitor inside the uh, the yeah. Teen Titans. So, mm-hmm. won't no spoilers in case you haven't read the story or don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. But yeah, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. What's how about you? Number well, two. Similar to how all your picks are Batman animated series picks, mine is well, all three of my picks are Justice League stories or movies, and. My second one is going to have to be just as like the Flashpoint Paradox, which I don't know why they're just called Flashpoint because that's what the story is. That's really good. But I, I love that movie to death. Whenever like I'm bored and don't want to watch a new movie, I'll just watch Flashpoint. Or, like start watching it anyway because the story, like you were talking about character progression. That one deals with time travel, alternate dimensions, stuff like that. And you can see him talk to himself at different versions and points in times and all this kinds of incredible stuff. And for the TV show Flash, they used it wisely. They, they didn't make it a Justice League story. I don't think they could have with all yeah, the Yeah, they couldn't use all the characters. But yeah, but they took elements of what it did to Barry because Barry is the focal point of that story. And that movie, first of all, it opens with all the Flash villains together in the museum, which is just, your mind is blown if you're any yeah. kind of fan of the Flash. Yeah, very and true. And then you see the League stop the bombs. Like, Superman just puts it in his hands. It just, <laughs> that's it. That was nothing, yeah. yeah. But no, like, I, I just, almost every part of that movie I would watch if it was on, like, right now. Because that's how consistently it's good a good that flick. Is. Yeah, it's a very good, good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a great number two. Moving on to Don. Uh, since I'm the KB today, in the fashion of KB, my number two and number one will have to go together. Oh wow! So you want? We'll wait. We'll wait then. Do you want to do? Wait, do you want to do two and one at the end? For you, or, or are you going to be doing? Do you want to do two and then wait for one? No, no, no. Two and one and going all together. Okay, so, so if you want to skip me, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put a we'll put a linchpin in that one until we get sure. back to. to Number one, so going on to my number two, mm-hmm. let me get uh, the note. This is the one that you guys will kind of recognize because you guys have watched, and I'll make mention of this, and this might sound familiar to you, but this is a Batman the animated series episode called Perchance to Dream. Huh. So Batman is fighting crime, per usual. He gets ambushed, and he wakes up in bed as Bruce Wayne. He doesn't know how he got there. Things are weird when he wakes up. No Batcave below Wayne Manor. Oh. 
He's engaged to Selena Kyle. His parents are still alive. But then he starts reading the newspaper, and all the words are jumbled. All the letters, he can't make any sense out of it. But Batman is still around fighting crime while Bruce Wayne is there. He ends up meeting Batman at the top of a bell tower, and he realizes that that Batman that he's seeing is actually the Mad Hatter. And the Mad Hatter has him in a I've dream state. And Bruce realizes he's in a dream state because that's why all the words were jumbled because the uh, dreaming is the left brain where reading is the right brain. So because his right brain couldn't access, he couldn't read the words. The Mad Hatter, he realizes, though, too, is only... he doesn't. It's not the actual Mad Hatter. It's almost like a program. So the, the, the being of the Mad Hatter isn't the Mad Hatter learning all of Batman's secrets. Yeah. He just, he just said, this is what I put in place and... And it's the the real deal can't see in the real Mad Hatter can't see into the dream sequence. So to wake up, Bruce actually jumps off the bell tower, almost essentially committing suicide and destroying his perfect life. And it's just kind of it kind of reminds me, and I made a note of this. It's similar to the 100th episode of Arrow, which is in the crossover where they get you know captured and and Oliver Queen is living this dream life where his parents are still alive and. And Laurel's still alive and this whole thing. And he's engaged to her and he's got this perfect life that he always wanted. And he gives it up because he knows that that's not what he has to do. And that's why Batman does what he has to do. He has to continue being Batman and destroy any chance he has of living a happy life. And to me, that's like, that's the quintessential, that's what Batman's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very you know true. What I mean? Wow. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's my number two, wow. uh, two pick. So we're going to go on to number one then. I had one honorable mention before. Oh, and go for it. It, it was going to be Justice League War. Because it's the funny one. Uh, it's not the I, best I en- one by any I means. I did enjoy it, though. I, oh, I, I, I love that movie yeah. so much. Now, I want to point out one scene of why it's one of my favorite ones. And it's the scene where they're trying to fight <coughs> fight Darkseid. And Green Lantern single-handedly wants to fight Darkseid. He goes, peep the light show. Green Lantern's got this. <laughs> Darkseid go- he goes up from under with a giant green fist. Darkseid looks at him. He gets punched and then goes, push it. And the parademons punch him while he's on the ground. <laughs> it's oh. the funniest scene in any you Justice see, League like, film. You see clips of that online taking out of context. Just <laughs> yep. a minute of that. Oh, well, I have that. that. I haven't watched that movie fully through. Oh, because so I, saw, I saw the, the bit where they were making Cyborg and I was it take, took me out of it. I'm like, how is this making Cyborg? This makes no sense yeah. like, as far as like, this Cyborg machine. Cyborg was pretty convoluted. Yeah. yeah. Like, so that, that, that kind of took and me out of it. You want to know what? The movie version is taken the exact same way. <laughs> Great. So. No, but oh, Justice League War is... One of my favorites, but I know it's not the best one. Right, but for for just for enjoyment factor, it doesn't oh, have to be so the best. But if oh you my enjoy god, it, that's what's cool. So let's. What's your number one though? Another Justice League movie. It's Justice League Doom, the Justice best League. one. <sighs> it's the best one. It's mine. <laughs> your number one. Your number one. All right. So yeah. why don't you guys discuss this? Yeah. Then we'll get into the You're Don's two and one. <laughs> it's the same movie. No, you can talk about. It. You can talk about it first. Justice League Doom. Where they steal the plans mm-hmm. <clears throat> to defeat the Justice League, just in case Batman has the plans to subdue the Justice League, just in I've case he it, needs yeah. them. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Every single <coughs> my throat's dry. Do you want to take over? Okay, for tag, a tag him in. Tag him. Go. Are, are we are we doing our yeah. number? Okay, glorious. This is. I gotta go adjust my chair. Sorry. <sighs> I just start well, coughing in the Justice League Doom. Let me just explain to you a little bit about Justice League Doom. You're right. Batman created contingency plans for the whole league to stop them in case one of them were ever go rogue, he'd have a plan set in place. And I love the idea that someone can take those plans and use it as an offensive, but at the end of the movie, the Justice League is debating whether they even want Batman on the team or not. And then as soon as Batman realizes that's what they're doing, he's saying, you guys, if you guys can't accept that you guys, one of you guys could go rogue and attack the entire world with the power you have, I don't need to wait for a decision. I'm done with the Justice League. And he leaves. <laughs> and he just walks out flat out. And that's just like, he's the one guy who could just die immediately by any of them just at any time. Instantly. Flash could just 
neck broken. You know what I mean? But like he's got such cojones, if you will, to just be the alpha well, side from Superman, maybe. But like one of the alphas there and like powerhouse the whole league, pay for everything and still say, hey, this isn't right. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I'm leaving. I'm not part of this team. Yeah. And that's just because they all have plans to mm-hmm. subdue him by literally just killing him mm-hmm. because he's a human. Also, Mirror Master. I have a huge soft spot for Mirror Master. Uh, Mirror Master is one, one of my favorite Flash yep. worlds. He's the guy mm-hmm. who got into the Batcave mm-hmm. by the rear view mirror of the Batmobile. And I know no Vandal less. Savage is the real villain of that, but yeah. like, come on, that's awesome. It was so great. <laughs> the Legion of Doom was in it a little bit too. And um, Wonder Woman, it played on one of the reasons that I really, really enjoyed it is because it played on each one of their character traits. Yep. Wonder Woman is a great warrior and won't stop fighting. So to use that to kill her. And obviously the plans are turned lethal by the villains, but the plans were initially by Batman, which is really just, yeah. wow. You go that far. And they used, yeah. um, Star Sapphire used herself mm-hmm. against um, yeah. Hal Jordan. And well, that, that was movie. like a big plot to like yeah. with Scarecrow's fear gas, which is yep. brilliant. It was the fear <laughs> gas, but he still loves Carol, mm-hmm. and she is Star Sapphire at the, at the mm-hmm. point in time in Justice League Doom, and she uses herself against Hal to, in order to fear because he al- was always afraid of having her killed it's and losing her. Because in the movie, Aquaman's not in it, I don't think, but there's <laughs> when you go listen to the recordings, which is Batman. He, Kevin Conroy did this thing where like he did as Batman, like all the plans to stop the league. Aquaman, he did like Plastic Man too, all these different descriptions. Aquaman's plan was make him use Scarecrow's fear grass to make Aquaman fear, f- afraid of water, and then he can't go in the water anymore. And he's ba- basically powerless. Which is so great. He's still strong. Whatever. Take away the water, you take away his kingdom. Yeah. yeah all the fish, basically. Everything. The majority of his power. Then he's just a, just a really strong dude. Then <laughs> I'm a really strong <laughs> buff guy who's kind of a mu- he can't get hey, stabbed. Soups. I believe. Get in there. Aquaman's skin is tough enough to withstand like being Bullets, stabbed yeah. and being shot, mm-hmm. and it's really great. I want to see him in one of them fighting the I do. movie. I really do. That'll be sick. Yes, it will. That'll be yeah. sick. That's our number one, apparently. So yeah. So that. no, that's awesome though. See, that's that's quality content right Thank there. You, uh, you gotta just keep you gotta just keep saying the name of your podcast you and, and normal discussion. Everywhere. Yeah, um, Don. So you didn't do your number two because two and one belong together. So let's. I'm let's excited for this one. All right. Mm-hmm. So this was so incredible. Uh, it's a Justice League Unlimited thing. Uh, nice. th- it's a two-part episode, and uh, the name of the episodes are the once and future thing. So, um, episode starts off, uh, a guy named David Kronos is uh, like physics professor. Um, his wife pops in the garage and sees that he's got all these like little artifacts from throughout time, and she starts digging into them. Like, you figured out how to time travel, and, and you didn't use it for anything useful, and she's just telling him what a loser he is and how it'll never amount to nothing. So he uh, jumps back in time or whatever, and um, it kind of pans over onto the space station where the Justice League are, and it's like, intruder alert, da 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 He's trying to steal Batman's belt, one of Batman's utility belts, because it's on his checklist of, of things that he wants that really wouldn't affect time. And um, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Green Arrow go after him. So the first jump that they make ends up back in the Old West. So, you know, these random little gunslingers come up to him, try to, like, run them for their... Uh, for Wonder Woman's lasso, and uh doesn't work out. Wonder Woman... Doesn't Batman and um, Greenland don't even have to do anything. Wonder Woman takes them all out. They take all their clothes, go into town to see if they can find Kronos. Um, where they end up finding is this um, Wild West bad guy with like future tech. It's not Kronos, it's another guy. So um, the guy with future tech ended up locking Kronos up and um, 
they come across him, pull him out. They end up teaming up with um, Jonah Hex, nice. um, El Diablo, and the sheriff of you know this Wild West town to stop. Um, I, this this guy was like a nobody basically. I don't want you to think he's in any comic books. He's just like the the town like gunslinger. He, he's a no name. He's just like a generic villain. Generic okay. villain. Um, but what this generic villain did is get himself like dinosaurs, got himself robots. They all got futuristic weaponry. Um, and like he kind of like runs this town. Um, obviously, on a new superhero team, you know, Jonah Hex, uh, Diablo, and Wonder Woman, all them, they end up taking him out. So now Kronos gets his suit back and he's like, all right, I'm going to get us back to our regular time. Hits Batman, jumps in, sends him to the future. Now, this is where it really, really like picked up for me. I didn't know too much about Jonah Hex besides the movie. So mm-hmm. like it was cool seeing him, you know, but so now. They chase him back through the portal. Now it jumps 50 years from present day into the future. So what do we get? We get Batman Beyond, Static X, and Green Lantern's son, who is Warhammer, which is Green Lantern and Hawkgirl's child. Um, as soon as they get there, they're in like the fight with like the Batman Beyond villains. Kronos is like... This guy Kronos is like basically killed all the rest of the Justice League besides these three characters. Static Shock is like an old man with gray dreadlocks. Um, so they stand off against the, the this like new Joker squad from the future, aren't able to beat them, take off. They're like, all right, well, let's go back to the space station. Like, uh, no, there's no space station. All right, well, let's go back to the Batcave. They're like, yeah, there's no Batcave. So they go to a rundown high school, and Batman's like, this is, this is what we have left. And Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond, old man Bruce Wayne comes up and he's like, it's not much, but it's what we got. And Bruce Wayne gets the, the two Batmans get to like see each other and talk. And uh. I had the same aha moment when, um, I wasn't the crossover that you're talking about, but it was um, classic Justice League animated crossing over with Batman Beyond, that episode. Yeah. And when Batman, it was, before anyone said anything, Bruce Wayne, old Bruce Wayne and Batman from the show walked and just face each other and just like, eye each other up to examine each other and like that split second was just like oh so they, so they call a fan service exactly yeah. exactly exactly some um, argue too much of that in certain movies but no so the wild thing that starts happening is because he's been tampering with time so much um wonder woman vanishes from existence maybe she never left the island maybe she was never born mm-hmm. so that comes into play um Green Lantern keeps shifting back and forth between Green Lantern characters. At one point, he's like, yeah. hey, it's me, Hal Jordan. Don't worry, I've already been brought up to speed that. on this. That was on the only point in that entire show where Hal Jordan was actually Was on it, it. yeah. It was like, That's awesome. What, 20 and then, seconds? Yeah, and then he just, boom, morphed right back. Um, oh. The wife ends up turning on Kronos. They, she shows them where he is. Um, Kronos tries to go back to the beginning of time, which the Lantern Corps says nobody can ever see the beginning of time because it will just... Like, yep. ruin everything. They end up stopping him. Batman created this disc that, uh, like, I don't know, like, destroys his suit, basically. Or makes his um, his time belt not work anymore. Makes it inert. Inert. Yes. Uh, episode was, like, those two episodes together were awesome. Like, as soon as you said we were doing this, I was like, oh, my God. I remember that Justice League episode that I watched. And I'm like, oh, my God. It was two episodes in one. Great. And it was crazy. Like... Uh, like I, I can replay that whole episode in my head. That's it was crazy. Awesome. I remember bits and snippets of that episode. Like not the whole thing pieced together, but bits and snippets that were just fantastic. And uh, did you guys see the one where they they turn them back into teenagers, like Superman, Batman? 
I, I wanted to give that an honorable mention, but I forgot about it. <laughs> but yeah, that was it's great. my two-in-one. It yeah. was. It was good. All right. Now, this is. I love how the show always works out, because you guys mentioned both instances with Batman running into Bruce Bruce Wayne at yeah. some point. My number I one. I know you're number one now. Go for oh, it. Good to call it out. Wait, wait. Is it? Oh, wait, you said it's Batman animated series? Yeah. Oh, never mind, because I'm thinking of the Batman Beyond episode where it flashes back to like the killing joke aspect. No. This no. Is, this Batman is... Beyond, ironically, is also my favorite Batman. His suit is great looking. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's, that is great. Um, but mine, from the Nighty series, Batman the Animated Series, it's an episode called Beware the Grey Ghost. Huh. Okay, this is... Okay, <laughs> Nobody. Okay. so let's, let's put it this way. A crime occurs, per usual, in Gotham, where a giant explosion happens. Uh, it then it reminds Batman of a show that Bruce used to watch as a young child, a black and white TV show called The Grey Ghost. He finds the actor Simon Trent, who played The Grey Ghost. He was kind of like almost like a Zorro or, or yeah, a, with a cowboy hat and everything too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Trent is now unemployed because the show's you know been you know has way been like twenty thirty years since the show's been popular. Yep. He has very little money, so he actually sells his memorabilia to a local toy collector, and he sells old props from the show. So he sells some, he ends up selling, uh, I, I forget, it was like, a, I don't know if it was a cape or, or whatnot, but later on he goes back to his apartment and all the stuff that he sold to this toy store is back in his apartment and with a note. And he, it's Batman. Bruce Wayne ends up buying all the stuff and putting it back in because it was Bruce's childhood hero. Yeah. Um, so later, you know, uh, he gets a note that to meet the Batman, he doesn't want to help Batman try to solve this crime that's related to the old TV show. Second explosion happens at. Uh, Gotham National Bank, and he ends up changing his mind because Batman tells him, uh, he ends up saying that, you know, I used to watch you with my father. Grey Ghost was my hero. So he ends up donning the Grey Ghost costume and helping Batman solve the crime. They end up finding out that the toy collector that he's actually buying the props is using those same props yeah. to generate more interest mm. in the show, which will earn him more money when he's selling oh, the merchandise. Nice. Oh, so man. So a couple cool things in this is that when they go to the Batcave, uh, the Grey Ghost or Simon Trent kind of mentions that it uh, looks a lot, this Batcave looks a lot like the Grey Ghost lair, and Batman had it modeled after yeah. that. That's, um, that's great. So basically, once once uh, Simon Trent in this gray ghost costume helps put an end to the to the toy collector uh, by the name of Ted Dimer, it kind of renews interest in the show. So the show gets picked up and released on home video. He gets a little bit more money, and now yeah. he can kind of support himself. And he's doing like these book signings, and Bruce Wayne walks up to him, and he goes, "You know, I used to watch, uh, I used to watch the show with my father. The Gray Ghost was my hero, which is the same thing that Batman said. Yeah. So now in the in the in Simon Trent's mind." oh, this is Batman. Bruce Wayne is Batman. And he's like, oh, really? And then as Bruce walks away, he goes, he looks back at him, he goes, and he still is. And it's just like a cute oh, like, little... Oh, I remember that. That's awesome. Now, here's the fun fact. We want to talk about Batman. It's like meeting your hero, Bruce Wayne meeting Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. The person who uh, voiced Simon Trent? Yeah. Adam West. Yep. Wow. So I was about the, to the, say. Origin, the original Batman. Gave the little nod. Yeah. So I just, I love the, the, that back and forth between... You know, the old meeting the new, the old Batman meeting mm -hmm. the new Batman, still being a hero and influencing Bruce Wayne when he b became the Batman persona to take certain pieces of that. That's we're really we're the old geeks. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're the gray ghosts. Oh, Adam uh, West is our hero. Don't get us wrong. Okay. <laughs> I love Adam West. <laughs> we're the gray ghosts compared to your Batman. Did you have an honorable mention? Every one of us said an honorable mention. I well, jerk. Well, what was your honorable mention? Well, 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 Oh, no, so now you're putting him on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, honorable mention, did you want to say yours first? Uh, I'll just say, honorable mention, it came very close to making my list, um, Mad Love, which is basically the um, 
origin of Harley Quinn, mm. which is just a great, great, another great episode of Batman the Animated Series, just about how the Joker was totally playing Harleen Quinzel the entire time. Yeah. And yep. Just how he, he fractured her mind and she became like this this villain. And I, I love it. Another good one, Harley Quinn episode. Um, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy yep. team up. Uh, yep. Girls Night Out, I yep. think once mm-hmm. name of it. And Joker goes nuts over yep. it and keeps trying to like break that up or actually be part of it, I believe is what it is. And just other quick honorable mentions, anything with the Riddler. I love the Riddler episodes the Riddler. of the Batman. He's my favorite villain. Um See. It's also his favorite Batman there villain. You there you go. See, that's what that's why we get along. And uh, the Joker's favor is another good one, which is where some schmuck, um, the, like he gets all mad. I guess I don't know if the Joker rear ends him or if they get in a fight. Now he owes the Joker a favor, yeah. and he's gonna. He basically is a patsy to you, and it's so good. Um, and there's another good one if you haven't checked it out. Check out the one, the, the man who killed Batman. Ooh. I believe it's called, and it's just like this guy. His name is Sid the Squid. Yeah, and he gets lucky, and he they think he kills Batman because Batman doesn't show up anymore. And doesn't everyone want to go after him? Yeah, the Joker kidnaps him, puts him in a pine box, and pushes him into a vat of acid. Yeah, it's it's such. A, I'm not going to give away. There's so many good episodes. So wow, the, the series still holds up today. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, those are some honorable mentions. But if you want to, do you have anything? Yeah. Um. Well, I, I'm ending it. Might as well put two honorable mentions on there because a couple that I really, really considered before I went with All Justice League for some reason was uh, one of them was the Teen Titans episode where eh, eh, actually it was more than just one episode. I think it was like a season-long arc of Terra and mm-hmm. her entire story, but there was an episode in there where um, Beast Boy was trying to ask her out and he did all these like weird things in front of the mirror and then it turns out it pans like to the right and she was just watching us at the whole time and she's just <laughs> like, yes! <laughs> or something oh, like that. And it was just really funny. I also remember that, I was, actually. I was dying laughing at like, what, 12 years old? Something like that? Yeah. I don't know. But, um, as far as actual quality goes, Batman the Animated Series, because you've brought it up so much, I it almost made my list. I actually told you in drive through once when I was serving you. Yep. That, um, what, was the, what was the name of the episode? But the Mr. Freeze episode of it. Heart of Ice. Heart of Ice. Thank you. Remember that, that was another one. That was going to be my honor. I, yeah. I, I could do, do, I I could do a top ten. I was thinking, like, Cold as Ice? No, that's, that's like the foreigner song. That's a different thing. But no, um, yeah, it's a very good episode. I love it. That really, like, it w- I know it wasn't that episode in particular that put Mr. Freeze back on the map, but, like, because comics have done it far in advance, but that set the tone for like the Arkham games and stuff like it's that. It's such a great story because it made him more of a tragic figure. Yeah, exactly. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't just like some weirdo with crazy hair who ice gunned everything. He was like an actual scientist, and you understood why. Right. I hear he's on Gotham. I don't watch that show, but I hear he's on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk off air about Gotham. <laughs> I'm sure we, we, we will. Go, but we're going into our final segment right now, called the Batcave, which is I was telling him it's just basically we plug our stuff. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, go ahead and uh, plug your shows, Any anything where we can find you guys again. Facebook.com slash Just Quality Content. Again, that's Facebook.com slash J-U-S-T Quality Content, at J-U-S-T Quality Content, because we didn't get the right handle we wanted. Many thanks to Claypex for running our theme music on our shows. You can find it on Facebook or YouTube or SoundCloud or on their very own website at Claypex.com. Good luck spelling that, by the way. It's a real chore. Well, you, you can give that. We'll, we'll put all that stuff in the video later. Exactly. We, can, we can have that in the description. And as far as shows, check out Witch Hero. comes on every other Thursday. This is the Thursday that it's the every other of this Which is week. great. And we're recording it today because today is Thursday, and we've been really busy this week. Yeah, absolutely. So immediately after this, we're going to do which superhero will be the best John Wick. As or, so No, rather, which superhero would take the most John Wicks to kill them is our question and answer this week. And we're going to go through the, all of them. Also check out Brian Blenold's It's Whenever We Upload It kind of show. <laughs> and so we That's my favorite kind. In college, doing boring things. So, so so just if I can give you guys some tips, we call that a sporadic. Sporadic. So just use the word sporadic. Word. Yeah, yeah. Just sporadic show. It's yeah. a whenever we decide to no, record that's, that's that one kind of show. Yeah. And quality content should be every week. We take a week off if there's, I don't know, snow. 
But other last than that, week, yeah. It, other than that, it's every week. And we can find all of this on the Spreaker app. Is yes. that correct? Absolutely. Spreaker. And we also upload it to our Facebook page again, slash just quality content. Just like quality content. Yes. On Facebook. YouTube. We have a YouTube. We don't know what we're going to do with it yet. But I have an Fair idea, enough. but I don't. We'd take the money. We don't have money. But cool. yeah, well, thank stuff. you, thank you guys for being here. Don, give give them us our stuff too. You and I, like, guys. Let's okay, so we have uh, Free Your Geek Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, so go to facebook.com, Free Your Geek Podcast. KB is in Ireland. He's so, in Ireland. So in potatoes. Yes. Well, again, I don't do those accents you heard at the top of the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we basically every week, every Wednesday, new comic book day. KB usually does his favorite Marvel covers. I do my favorite DC comic covers. Yep. I took both this week because I KB's noticed. overseas. So. Uh, he's across the pond, as I said. Um, so, yeah, check that <laughs> he's out. He's eating potatoes, not drinking tea. Audience gone twice yeah. in a row. Well, that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> they, 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 they're loyal. They, they stay with us. Uh, oh, good, good. Twitter, Instagram, for your geek on both of those. Um, I know you want to plug the uh, the Twitch stuff that you do, too? Um, both of them. Both okay, of them. so... We here at Free Your Geek. We were getting um, Free Your Geek gaming on Twitch coming soon. We need KB to be back in the States. Um, my friend the Lumberjack, uh, a.k.a. Elderrelic, a.k.a. Relic's Blood. Uh, we do Geek Gasmic uh, Gaming. Um, there's a Facebook page, uh, Facebook group, Twitch page. It's not geek the way we yes, spell geek. It's, it's threes. It's G-33-K-G-A-S-M-I-C. I got it right that time, Carl. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, we do uh, video game reviews. Uh, we did the the DLC two to Resident Evil Seven yesterday, nice. uh, Tuesday. Um, we're looking forward to Horizon, which is going to be coming out uh, the twenty eighth. We're going to be right on top of that. Um, and that's Geek Gasmic. Yeah, so that's 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 about it. We did our our social media stuff. We got a YouTube page as well for your geek. I'm just putting the old episodes up there now. So check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud too, right? Or podcast. Well, yeah. Oh, so well, the podcast is coming out. It's on you know iTunes. If you're watching the video, it's on iTunes. It's on Podbean for your geek that's podcast. It. So you can check that out. Um, other than that, I think it's time to get out of here. So KB usually does the catchphrase. I know you want to do it. I know you want to do it. Go ahead. <laughs> Start the weekend with your geek friends. Oh. And get, get your, your geek, geek on. on. Bye, folks. You're still here. It's over. Go home. <laughs>